listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Tuesdays, it's the precursor to the I Love Lucy show starring Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. This episode originally aired on March 11th, 1949, and the quality is not great at all. I mean, you can still understand it, but it's really best to listen to it with headphones. Uh, and this episode is called Charity Review. People who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers this morning, George is still upstairs getting dressed. And Liz is in the kitchen talking to Katie, the maid. Oh, Katie, I'm so excited. You know that big benefit we do for the Red Cross next week? Yes. Well, George and I are putting on an act. We're representing my club. But Mr. Cooper hates everything about your club. Didn't he put up an awful squawk? He didn't say a word. And I've got everything set except one tiny detail. And what's that? I haven't told him yet. <laughs> around when you tell him. It's like you when he gets angry. Oh, now, Katie, George has perfect control of himself these days. He doesn't say a word when he gets mad. He just sits there and turns different colors. That's what I mean. He looks like a rainbow. Yes, and lately he's getting the pot to go with it. <laughs> hey, bring your in here. Oh, I'm coming, Cream Pop. Well... How is my wonderful husband this morning? Give me a kiss. Mm. Oh, George, you're so handsome and clever and, and charming and cuddly. All right. What do you want this time? Nothing. I just love you, that's all. Hold me tight. Okay. Tight it. Tight it. Tight it. Oh, but Liz. Go on. Pretend I'm an old tunnel and save my side room. Annie, what are you up to? If you think I have an ulterior motive, I don't even want to talk to you. Oh, honey. I merely wanted your advice about the Red Cross review next week. Oh, what's your problem? Well, one of the members of my club volunteered to do an act with her husband. That ought to be nauseating. Hmm. Well, this member is in an awful fix, George. She volunteered without telling her husband about it. He did? <laughs> <laughs> you mean he doesn't know anything about it? No. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> I'd like to be there when the poor sucker finds out. <laughs> you will. Uh, I don't see what's 
so bad about it. All you do if it was your wife, George. <laughs> I'd give her a good swift kick in the pants. You wouldn't. <laughs> oh, just think of that poor devil having to get up and make a fool of himself. <laughs> Who is it, Liz? <laughs> you. You're a man of your word. Oh, you're kidding, Liz. You, you didn't really mean that, did you? Now, wait till I get out of range. Yes, George, I did. But why? You know, if there's one thing I hate more than that club of yours, it's amateur theatrics. But it's for the Red Cross, George. And you know the wonderful work they do helping disaster victims and, and promoting health and safety. Yeah, I know, dear, and we'll give them a big contribution, just as everyone should. But I refuse to get up there and look silly. Oh! And crying won't get you any place. But you wouldn't look silly, George. You're so smart and so clever. Well, <laughs> that's up to the idiots who put on lady hats at parties. Look at all the stage experience you've had. What about the musicals you did at college? You had the lead in the senior show, didn't you? Well, I sang a few numbers. Oh, I'll never forget it. There you were in your green and white blazer and your straw hats and boo la boo la boo la Liz, you tricked me. Hey, George, Jolson made a comeback. Why not you? <laughs> no, Liz, I'm not going to do it. Well, you just don't remember how great you were, George. No. <laughs> and you tried that already. Uh, oh, I forgot. <laughs> well, all right for you, George Cooper. Did you send for me, Mr. Atterbury? Yes, yes, Cooper. Come in. Come in, boy. Uh, how long have you been with the bank, Cooper? Uh, Fourteen years. And you worked all the way up to fifth vice president. Remarkable. Well, George, I have a job that's worthy of you, boy. Yeah, what, sir? You're going to represent the bank in a large public relations project, boy. Oh, boy. Are you making fun of me? Uh, no. Oh. Well, uh, there's a big review being given for the Red Cross next week. And I thought you and Liz could work up a little song and dance routine. Oh, Mr. Atterbury, I, I, I simply can't. Cooper, boy. <laughs> well, why did you choose me anyway? Because you have talent. You're a natural, boy. By the other night at Anderson's party, you were a scream the way you wore those ladies' hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Atterbury, I'm sorry. I, I just can't do it. You'll do it or I'll bust you to six, Vice President. You wouldn't? Wouldn't I? I'll bust you to office, boy. Office boy! <laughs> With the six, Vice President, easy office boy. <laughs> I'll give you three. One, two... All right, Mr. Atterbury, you talk me in. Good boy, boy. But that's right. I'm sorry, but that's the way it has to be. Goodbye. Well, that's it, Katie. I told my club we couldn't do the act. Isn't there some way you can change Mr. Cooper's mind? Nope. I gave him a kiss that lasted ten minutes, and he still said no. Well, maybe a real good dinner will do the trick. Katie, if the heavy artillery didn't work, what good's a cat pistol? <laughs> oh, when George Cooper says no, he means it. There's no business like no business like no business I know. Hiya, Liz. Hiya, Ben. <laughs> Out of the old pipe sound, huh? I like to stand a little drain, though. 
What's the matter with you, George? Nothing, honey. I just been thinking. You were right this morning when you said we should all pitch in and help out the Red Cross. You mean you'll do the act with me? Yes, sir. And I've even worked out a wonderful act for us. Starring you, of course. Oh, well, we could both be in it equally. Oh, no. Listen, I'm no fool. You're the one they look at. A good-looking girl. Well, thanks, but I think that we now, could here, both... Now, I, here, I've got it all written down, see? Yes. Uh, we'll open with a song. Mm-hmm. Then what the strings of my heart. Oh, I love this song. Good. Uh, now, come over to the piano and let's see how our voices sound together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sing the part that's on the line. Okay. Here, when you smiled at me, I heard a melody. It haunted me from the start. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold it, Frankie boy. <laughs> What's the matter? I lost my plate. <laughs> this is a great part you gave me. Do you think my voice will hold up? But baby, don't you see? You're the star of this song. I am? It means nothing without you. It doesn't? Of course not. Now, we never know how the strings of my heart go until you tell it. Then we know they zing. And the whole thing zings, if you ask me. <laughs> All right, we'll get another opening song. In the meantime, uh, let's work on this Bach comedy material I've prepared. All right, let's hear this Bach comedy material. Okay. Now, after one chorus of the song, I click this little clicker. You what? Click my clicker like this. Oh. And, and we stop. I say, hiya, Liz. And you come right back with, hiya, George. Eh? Well, now there's a clever opening. Oh, Liz. All right. Hiya, George. Then after I wait for a laugh, what do I say? Here's your step. Hiya, Liz. Hiya, George. You know, a tramp came up to me and said he hadn't had a bite in days. What did you do? I did it. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, did you hear about... No, no, no. No, that's mine. Oh. <clears throat> uh, did you hear about the big fire down at the shoe factory? What happened? Two hundred souls were lost. <laughs> well, at least there'll be one person laughing mm. at it. Uh, you know, there are two things I No, can't... no, 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 that's my line. Oh. <clears throat> you know, there are two things I can't... Wait a minute, wait a minute, brother. You tell all the jokes so far I haven't had a thing to say. I'm Liz Cooper, not Harpo Mark. Now, dear, every comedian has to have a straight Well, couldn't I be just a little crooked now and then? <laughs> But the straight man is the backbone of the comedy team. After all, what would Amos do without Andy? What would Lum do without Abby? They could form a new team, Lum and Amos. <laughs> oh, well, how will it look, George? After all, we're representing my club. Well, uh, Liz, I, I wanted to speak to you about that. Uh, Mr. Atterbury called me in today and, uh, well, he, he wanted us to represent the bank. Oh! When I want to do it, it's a lot of silly nonsense. When Atterbury wants you to do it, there's no business like show business. Oh, now, Liz, don't be like that. Remember, the show must go on. Well, it can go on without me. But I need a partner. What can I do? Get Edgar Bergen to help you. You can work sitting down. <laughs> All right. 
you're going to be that way, I'll just have to get one of the girls down at the bank to be my partner. Oh, go ahead. I've seen those girls down at the bank. There isn't a woman there who has one gene left in her. <laughs> go ahead, I dare you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me get the door, Katie. It's George's new song and dance partner. I want to take a look at the old fuddy duddy. All right, Mrs. Keith. Yes? Hello there. I'm Miss Williams, the bank sent me out. <laughs> this is C21 Bundy, isn't it? Sorry, wrong number. Goodbye. I don't know. This is the address they gave me. Doesn't Mr. Cooper fit here? Well, he lives here, but you just missed him. He, he left on a trip to South America. He's here? Go on. Yes, well, goodbye. Well, hello, Miss Williams. Come on in. Why, Mrs. Cooper? I thought you and South... George, welcome home! <laughs> what? I only went out to put the car in the garage. Well, you said he went to South America. Well, I always get confused. Our car is a real. <laughs> I was supposed to be here tonight, wasn't I, Mr. Cooper? Why, certainly. Uh, come inside where we can be alone and you'll start rehearsing. Anything you say, Mr. Cooper. Oh, why don't you call me Joe? Mrs. Cooper, did you see the old fuddy-duddy? Oh, Katie. Oh, what's the matter? I made a terrible mistake, Katie. Her fuddy isn't duddy at all. They've been in there an hour together. Aren't you worried about your husband? Why, Katie, certainly not. Well, don't you wonder what they're doing? Katie, I want you to know I trust my husband implicitly. And why are you standing on that chair and kicking in the tantrum? <laughs> I'm not kicking in the tantrum. I'm dusting. <laughs> Katie, why do you suppose you're so quiet in there? I don't know. How are they telling those jokes by sign language? <laughs> if they just make some noise, anything, I'd feel better. <laughs> Do you feel better? <laughs> oh, George knows I'm out here, and he's just doing that for my benefit. I know him. Actually, Katie, he's miserable. <laughs> Listen to him laughing through his tears. <laughs> well, I, I think I'll just open the door a pinky crack just to give him some air. All right, Miss Williams. Uh, now that you've memorized it, try that straight Oh, you're so happy. Don't your arms and kiss me. I'm going in there, Katie. Hand me that bowl of soup. But, but he said it was just a straight line. Well, that straight line sounds like the shortest distance between two points. This I gotta see. That's good, Miss Whitton. Now, I'll take you in my arms, bend you backwards and kiss you. Now, try that line again. Take me in your arms and kiss me. My Anybody God. want an apple? <laughs> No, thanks, Claire. Go ahead, Mr. Williams. Take me in your arms. Take me my Do you want an apple, Miss Williams? No, thanks. Look, Liz, we're trying to rehearse. Well, I thought you might be hungry. Uh, wouldn't you like a piece of garlic or something? Well, <laughs> you can stay here and watch if you want, but we are not hungry. Understand? 
Yes, sir. Take me in your arms and kiss me. My God. Cigar, cigarette smoke, anyone? Lit. Cigar, Miss Williams? Now stop that, Lit. What are you trying to do? I think you'd better eliminate the kiss, Mr. Cooper. Mrs. Cooper's a little jealous. Me? Jealous? Ha! I'm just trying to protect him. The last time he kissed a girl on stage, he got hurt. Hurt? Yeah, his glasses got cleaned up and he fell in the orchestra pit. <laughs> Liz, you're, you're, you're being silly, but if you wanted to take this kissing bit out of the act, well, we'll just... Whatever gave you that idea? Please, George, you don't really think I'm jealous. Well, you, you seem to... Why should I care if you want to get up there and kiss an older woman? Now, wait a minute. You don't have to get nasty with me, Mrs. Cooper. I'm not going to steal your son away. <laughs> Poor man's Marjorie Maine. Start anything and I'll block your eyes and match your hair. My hair is red. I'm talking about the root. <laughs> now stop it. Stop it. Both of Liz, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Miss Williams is a guest in our house. Well, I offered her an apple and a cigar. <laughs> I never saw anyone so jealous. I'm surprised you let your husband go to work, Mrs. Cooper. How do you keep his secretary from sitting on his lap? I stop in his knees every morning. Mrs. Cooper, who's that handsome man in the living room? Well, Katie, I made such a fool of myself last night that I decided to fight fire with fire. That hunger man in the living room would set fire to anyone. <laughs> well, his name is Jerry Moore, and I'm going to rehearse a love scene with him. And when George sees us, he'll be so jealous, he'll get rid of Miss Williams and ask me to do his act with him. I hope you're right. Oh, I know George. Now, you see. Well, good luck to you. George. Hmm? Hey, yes, sir. I've decided to be in the review after all. A tall, tall, dark, handsome man is going to do a... A passionate love scene with me. Good. A real passionate love scene. No, that's fine. Now, George, don't lose your temper. <laughs> what? Oh, you're so jealous. Do you mind if we rehearse in here? Well, I don't care where you rehearse. Temper, temper. Mm. Come in, George. George, this is Gerald Moore. Jerry! George, how are you? My God, I haven't seen you in a long time. You know each other? Know each other? We were fraternity brothers. Rack-a-tack-a-poo-poo, rack-a-tack-a-poo. Yippee, 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 yeah, I'll sit over here out of the way. Don't mind him. He's insanely jealous. Go right in. Oh, my darling. I love you. I love you, too. Kitty. Yes. Yes, I'll kiss you. On the eyes. On the mouth. On the throat. Mine. I think he's running a butcher shop. <laughs> ah, 
beloved. Let me melt into your arms. Did you ever buy anything from me? What? Come to me, darling. Darling, every fiber of my being is tingling with ecstasy. I love you. A pound of liver. What's the matter, Mrs. Cooper? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. What do you think you're holding? Bill Anderson or a pound of liver? Oh, I'm sorry. Let, let's try it again. Oh, huh? forget it. No, I, I think you ought to do the act, Liz. It's very funny. Funny? Sure. Well, he's right, Mrs. Cooper. It'll get a million laughs. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've seen in years. Everybody <laughs> oh, Direct, but to dress up in costume and come down here to the theater anyway. George doesn't know it, Katie, but I'm going to be his partner, and you watch and see who gets the laugh. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, pardon me, what act is on the stage now? Evelyn and her magic kazoo. Oh. <laughs> Next is George Cooper and Marilyn Williams. Oh, thank you. Oh, there's Miss Williams now. What are you going to do about her? This what? Oh, uh, Miss Williams, George wants to see you. Oh, really? Where is he? Oh, right in the second room. Oh, what is it, Mr. Cooper? Oh, that'll take care of you for a while. Oh, Mrs. Cooper, you locked her in the dressing room. Yeah, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> now, where's George? Oh, there he is in the way. Hi, George. Hi, Liz. Uh, you haven't seen Miss Williams, have you? Liz, what are you doing in that costume? Well, Miss Williams asked me to tell you she couldn't make it, George. I'm going to take her place. No, you, you can't do it. You, you don't even know what the routine is. Yes, I do. I've been listening to your rehearsal. You're on now, Cooper. Oh, Liz, are you sure you know what to say? Yes. Now, remember, I say the first line, yeah. and then you answer me, yeah. and then I give the joke. George, you're going to be surprised at the way I say my line. Come on, Cooper, come on. We're waiting. Well, I guess there's nothing else to do. That's our introduction. Here we go. Okay. You wore a tulip, but we galloped and left, and I wore Hi, Liz. You know what Sam came up to me and said he hadn't had a bite in days. What'd you do, bite him? I did. <laughs> Say, Liz, did you hear about the big fire at the shoe factory? I bet some heels started it. Shoe <laughs> You're supposed to say what happened. Huh? What happened? Two hundred souls were lost. Oh. <laughs> you made my theory when you called me Jerry. Put down where the bluegrass rolls. Well, go ahead, Mr. Bone. I'm taking no chances with you this time. I'm telling a joke you never heard of before. I know a girl who's so dumb she thinks the football coach has four wheels. <laughs> How many wheels does it have? <laughs> presented through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.
are listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. How is the slug line, two people who live together and like it, accurate at all? If my other half did half the things Liz does, we wouldn't be together. On the other hand, if I treated my other half the way George treats Liz, we wouldn't be together. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google. We're also on Stitcher, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Tomorrow we join Private Eye, George Valentine, and Let George Do It, and join us again next Tuesday for a new episode of My Favorite Husband. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs>